Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Emily. I am 29 years old next week, which means I can't fulfill my other dream of entering the Rose of Tralee uh, <laughs> any longer. But... <laughs> Um, I suppose just to give like a bit of my background, um, I became a Christian um, if one of my early, earliest memories serves me correctly when I was about three years old <laughs> um, and I understood it then as inviting Jesus into my heart. I remember I was wearing a little like hand-me-down um, football jersey and it just seemed like a good idea to my three-year-old self. <laughs> um, my earliest learning about God came through my family, through my church, through Bible camps, especially through BCM. Um, Bible-centred ministries and to Bible clubs. And while I know so many others have so many negative early experiences of church, I just loved it all. Um, from then, I think my life has just been a process of understanding more about the character of God and what it means and what that means for my life. And I pro- a process I hope will never end. Um, yeah, I heard a really nice quote recently was that like what we believe about God is the most important thing about us. Um, and I suppose the first thing that I fully understood and believed about God was that he was a God who protected and a God who cared. Um, the God who said, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. Who says, when my heart is overwhelmed, he will lead me to a rock that is higher than I. Um, and I think that was just like such a truth for my life when I was younger, because even from quite young age, I was quite anxious, quite a serious child. And I think in all the difficulties in my life, um, that was just a truth that I lived, not something that I was taught by an authority figure um, or something that I read in a book, but something that was just my experience, um, both through the felt presence of God and also through the various people God has provided who, has cared for, who have cared for me. Um, throughout my teenage years um, and beyond, I was immensely blessed to grow up surrounded by people who loved one another deeply. Um, my school friends, my BCM crew, um, my youth leaders, um, and miraculously some of those people are still in my life and speaking truth into my life every day. And some of them are here this morning. Um, I am almost entirely a product of their wisdom, our conversations, um, the experiences and challenges that we have lived through together. Um, I'm also so continually grateful for my friends who believe different things than I do. Um, or who see the world slightly differently than I do in some regards, um, but who still have loved me unconditionally. And I suppose that was just like, especially evident this week when I was texting people about this, just like how happy they were for me and just how much joy that they had. Um, And they are all stained glass windows in my life that God has shone his light through. Um, In college, I was really blessed to get to study English and theology and I think people told my parents that studying theology at Trinity would destroy my faith Um, (laughs) which is an interesting one but um, um, I'm just so grateful that I've had parents who have just allowed me to do every single thing that I've ever wanted who have allowed me to pursue any dream that I've had and I know who would literally do any anything for me Um, 
I suppose studying theology did the opposite of that. Um, just by seeing the beauty and imagination that exists within theology just strengthened my faith even more. And I feel like the language of the Bible and theology expresses truth about the world better than any other disciplines that I got studying in college. I just feel that it embraces and explores tensions between our inbuilt desire for goodness and clarity and our lived experience, which is so often fraught with difficulty and pain. Um, I also got to study their liberation theology which um, links spiritual liberation with liberation from earthly oppressive structures. Um, and I think that just cemented some of my, I suppose, instincts about the world and has led me into, I suppose, studying then community and youth work and into the line of work that I do now. Um, it was also through that time through Christian Union and through discussions at that time that I really understood the third part of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. And just the idea that it's nothing that we do on our own, but it's through the Holy Spirit living in us that we get to do anything at all. And that just took the pressure off me in so many ways. And one of my favorite verses then was, and still is, um, it's a really good one for writing on birthday cards, wedding cards, those kind of things. So, um, may the God of peace fill you with all joy and peace so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, Romans 15, 13. Um, yeah, so what has Jesus done for me? Um, I suppose I would describe it as it's described in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. He has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. The gospel makes sense to me because I know that there is no truer truth. <laughs> there, there is no truer truth than our ability to harm ourselves and to harm others, to separate ourselves from God through our thoughts and actions, which is my understanding of sin. I understand that Jesus' death and resurrection allows us not to dwell on this or be paralyzed by it, by this part of human nature, but to be set free from it, um, set free from ourselves to love God and to love others. Um, I suppose the other question that Steve asked was, what difference does it make to my life? Um, I suppose the main thing is, um, just knowing that heaven is our home and though that we always fail, we have an ultimate goal in everything that we do, which is to bring God's kingdom to earth. So that in everything I do, I have an end goal and vision, even when things can seem blurry and confusing. So where there is pain, our ultimate goal is to bring healing. Where there are broken relationships, the vision is reconciliation. Where there is darkness, the vision is light. Where there is injustice, the vision is justice. And then I suppose with that, I can live with confidence. Um, we are God's handiwork created in Jesus Christ to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Um, why now? <laughs> I suppose um, it's just a recognition that I can't live on the crumbs of faith when I was younger and more enthused and sure about most things in life. Um, but I want to continuously to grow. Um, as, I suppose as we all get older, we take on many identities in our professional and personal life, while for years I lived comfortably as Christian Union girl, uh, I, uh, an identity I, I thrived in. Um, so it's just a reminder that being in Christ is still my central identity. Um, the best way I can describe it is similar to my relationship with my glasses. Um, <laughs> since I was a child and had my first eye test, I have known I need glasses. And uh, since then, I have lost them, abused them, chosen not to wear them, uh, half seen many films and ignored friends in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> so.
people will agree with this. They're currently held together with a paperclip. Um, I rationally know my life is better and more beautiful when I have them, but I consistently choose not to wear them. Similarly with my faith, I do believe my life is fuller and better when I read the Bible and put myself in situations to learn from others too, but I consistently choose not to. I see baptism as a commitment to, I suppose, metaphorically keep my glasses on uh, to see the world better and to see, to see others better and to see myself better. Um, always, never more so than this year, I've struggled with being overwhelmed, uh, overthinking and with anxiety. Um, it, this year is not infrequently to the point I wasn't able to function, reliant on avoidance and struggling with, with sleep and my physical health. Baptism is a symbol of being overwhelmed, but with new life rather than death, by light rather than darkness. Um, I recently read from 2 Corinthians 5, which talks about being swallowed up by life. And I just love that imagery. So it just seems like the perfect time to do it. Um, it is as Richard and Joan Thompson from BCM reminded me this week, an act of obedience. Um, one of the simple, most commanded things in the Bible. Uh, that I have majorly procrastinated on um, and chosen not to do because like most humans, I hate being vulnerable or doing things imperfectly. And as Steve mentioned, I was always also a diva and didn't want to get baptized in a paddling pool. <laughs> uh, when I look back on my life, every act of obedience to God, whether I recognized it as such at the time has resulted in wonderful things. And I know this will be the same. I've been blessed with more than I deserve um, with the home that I live in and the people that I live in with um, with my friends, um, my boyfriend and my family um, who have filled my life with wisdom, generosity and care. Um, so it is also an act of thankfulness. Um, there are some aspects I still struggle to believe at times, but it's con commitment to continuing to explore these. Um, so I'd just like to say thank you to Steve and Leanne and to all at Christ City Church for making um, such a beautiful community and such a safe place for this to happen today. Um, yeah, thank you.